Hello, guys, and welcome to episode number 64. The As Tom and I discussed, the Test Majora in 2006, his rookie year number, you know, got to throw back in our Just Majora because we didn't give him a proper send-off last time because we were rushed for time. So there you go, Just Majora, you get on the next one podcast. You made it big time. But I'm Ryan Connolly along with Tom Crocco, and this is the Super Bowl in review episode. Going to be very exciting. And... Tom, you called it initially. I'll give you props. You were all on Tampa. I was definitely leaning towards the Chiefs until uh, Kev, the Chiefs fan, just uh, pushed me towards Tampa. I could not stomach saying the Chiefs were going to win, and I'm happy to be on the right side of history, on Tom Brady's side of history. And I know you are all of a sudden the biggest Tom Brady fan I've ever met, so I'm sure you're happy. So I got to ask, how are you doing right now? Doing great. I am feeling great. How many weeks now have I been saying this is going to happen? You, okay, well, actually, no, I didn't pick them to go to the Super Bowl. But, <laughs> but, but I was loyal from from the time the Bucks made this won the NFC Championship game from that night. <laughs> you love two weeks. <laughs> I did say it. I never even lowered the score. I said twenty seven points out of the Bucks. The Bucks put up thirty one. Pretty close. I was a little bit wrong in the Chiefs score, but. Boy, I wasn't even expecting that, but I told you. I said it. Tom Brady, he threw three picks in that Green Bay game, a terrible second half. They beat the Chiefs three out of four quarters in week 12, arguably three, maybe two and a half quarters. Brady was at home. Brady doesn't play bad Super Bowls, or he doesn't get blown out in Super Bowls and this honestly Ryan was the what it's got to be up there for best Super Bowl not number wise but for production wise game management wise and mistake free football and on top of that the fact that he just he had fun I think he genuinely just had fun um and yeah, I just that that was a great, great, great game by Tampa Bay. But we'll dig into why more as the show goes on. But to start on Brady, man, that that he's the greatest of all time. And I'm gonna say this: he's the greatest athlete of all time. Wow. Um, so I don't want to hear the Michael Jordan stuff. I don't want to hear. Um, I don't want to hear. You know, Tiger Woods maybe, and no. Brady's just been consistent for 20 plus years now. And this just, it just has to, and it just has to be, be told. There's no more greatest of all time talk. Well, at least in the football world, at least in the football world, there's no more greatest of all time talk. He just locked that up. I mean, he did before the Super Bowl, but it's just, it's incredible. And I feel like I can appreciate it more because he's not beating the Steelers. Yeah. That's why you like him more, but Tom is the greatest. This was the reminder. He played perfect football. Admittedly, I bet money on there's a prop. Tom Brady over under half a pick. I said he'd have one pick, and I kind of got screwed because he threw a pick, but then he probably threw that pick because he knew he could risk it because there's a flag thrown for offsides on defense or something like that. But nonetheless, Tom played awesome. Showed why he's the GOAT. I'd say he's – it's hard to say the greatest athlete of all time just because – it's not even like Tom's athleticism is just his cunning 
knowledge of the game with his brain. Obviously, one of the greatest arms of all time. And just savvy, knowing with his limited athletic ability, it's been said a billion times, but just being able to move in the pocket, just knowing where to go. It's the exact opposite of what the Patriots had in Cam, where Cam literally just stood there and would either step up or get hit right. Like Cam is the most sackable quarterback in a sense in the pocket. And Tom Brady, obviously he's not as good in the pocket as he was like five years ago, but he's still so elusive within the pocket, just knowing where to step up, feeling where he's at. And we'll get in a lot of Tom Brady talk, but you have to give credit to Tom Brady's offensive line. I don't know if he was, he was sacked one time during that game. I, Doubt he was hurried or hit many times throughout that game. Got to give the defense a whole lot of credit. That defense shut the Chiefs' offense down. No one is expecting that performance, and people are going to blame it on the Chiefs' offensive line being injured. And those offensive linemen did not look NFL caliber, just getting faked out almost every other play. And this game came down to Tom Brady and the Bucks adjusted where they had to. And Chiefs and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes stuck to their guns, stuck to what they knew, and that blew up in their face. They did not adjust to what the Bucks were doing. Where like, we all thought Tyreek Hill was going to go off again, like he did, but the the Bucks shut him down. The Chiefs did not run the ball at all. It felt like it felt like it was just drop back after drop back, which gave the defense line just plenty of time just to run in. Like Patrick Mahomes felt like their leading rusher. I don't know if that's true or not, but. All their big rushes came from Patrick Mahomes evading the blitz. But it was not a big stack game. Like you said, Tom Brady was something like 20 for 26, like mid 200 yards, three touchdown passes. And the game was, wasn't was over in the first half because I didn't feel like it was over until like eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, if we're being honest, just because I thought at any moment Patrick Mahomes would just have a huge strike downfield, as he usually does. I knew it was over once the fourth quarter started. I I, I still thought I didn't see Brady really, giving up that lead. I didn't see Brady giving it up, but I just saw like maybe Brady having like a a three and out or two, and the Chiefs just literally driving that field because they had chunk plays. Like Travis Kelsey had so many huge chunk plays. It's just once it got near the red zone, the Bucks like locked it up, and that's very reminiscent of the Patriots teams locking up. Giving up a lot of yards in between the 20s, but once they get to the 20s, not laying them in. Chiefs not scoring a touchdown is just outrageous. Like, I wonder what that prop bet would have been of Chiefs not scoring a touchdown in the game. That must have been astronomical because no one – that was the last result I think anyone would have thought. I don't think any person would have confidently or even meant saying that Chiefs would not score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to play you a 40-second snippet of what Tom Brady said, and I think it was directly to- pointed towards Bill, if that's okay with you. Wait, wait, so the, the power of editing, you can send me this clip, and we can play it right now. Hey, y'all. Future Ryan here. And I'm here to say I did not edit the audio. Enjoyed the pretty, pretty, pretty okay audio. And uh, oh, okay, <laughs> we can play. We are sure that we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, buddy, right now, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I 
spend more money on spilled liquor in <laughs> this world than the other than you may. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, the diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time. <laughs> Look at those like middle aged ladies just enjoying it. And then his reaction after. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, That's tough. <laughs> we are still here. We're still here. Yeah, so that was a good clip. You know, the power of editing that will sound a lot clearer than what we said, but I mean, He's just the greatest, and watching him be so happy. Obviously, I'm happy for Tom. I'm very jealous of everyone down there because everyone has nice tans while I'm up here. My knuckles are bleeding just from how dry my hands are. Yes. My knuckles are just bleeding. Yep. It's like that contrast of Tom Brady's love and life in Tampa, and I'm having bloody knuckles from just existing is a tough existence. <laughs> oh. Uh, if you can't hear Tom Swing, we're still here. Tom Chance and Gillette Stadium before Super Bowl 53. That's missed that. Tom Brady throws the mic. But oh, I love it. I love it. it it's it's because deep down you are upset. I, I, you're happy I, I just, you defended the wall, but you're upset. Do you want to tell me that I'm, you will see snippets of that Would Tom Brady get drunk in New England? Would Tom Brady be tossing the Lombardi trophy off of a boat here? It's too cold. Would Brady be tweeting out drunk letters? Would Brady be <laughs> – Brady's having a great time, and you hate the fact that he just won again. He'd be, he'd be Taylor Henneke, all right? Major upset. Heineke. Heineke, okay? <laughs> he he ma- Major upset over t- Taylor Heineke. Yeah, big – who would have uh, that, that was Taylor Heineke, I think, had a 98% chance favor of winning that game. And Brady defeated those odds. Well, then he went to New Orleans and beat the Saints. And then he went to Green Bay and beat the Packers. And then he just beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So, now I, he's... Tom, I'd be lying just, to you if I said I wasn't jealous. This was I'd be his lying. single-handed best postseason run of all time in his career. Didn't have a cakewalk. Didn't have that one, you know stupid cakewalk game because of home field advantage and the bye didn't have to play a team like the chargers in the second round no he went to okay. didn't have to play he like a to... scrub team like the pittsburgh steelers in the championship exactly. game exactly <laughs> exactly he didn't have to do that and he's having fun and bill would never let him throw a lombardi trophy off of a duck boat in hopes that gronk would catch it on the other end i mean he like gronk hit a baseball with the lombardi so i'm sure it's like not that off, but yes, I would be lying if I told you I was not jealous or a little uh, upset of how fun they're having it down there. It doesn't help that it's been really cold this winter. There's been a lot of snow, and Tom has a nice uh, California boy tan. And would this be the case in New England? I'm not sure. I mean, it could be because I think if the Patriots got Stefan Diggs, like that report said if Gronk somehow wanted to come back, I think the team would have been good enough because you get that offensive weapon, get Gronk back healthy. I I think it could have been possible, 
But as the team's currently constructed, I know in my heart, and I think you know too, that if Tom Brady was on that team, I think we'd make the playoffs. But I think we'd probably be similar to last year, a wild card or divisional round exit because Patriots have no weapons. And in Tampa, they have a lot of weapons. And it's really funny. Everyone's talked about it. We're late to the uh, scene talking about this because we're recording this once in a night. But it is funny how all three Brady's touchdown passes were to people he recruited to Tampa, just showing Tom Brady's recruiting skills over Bill Belichick's uh, recruiting skills. And Antonio Brown being rewarded after his uh, trouble in paradise uh, last, like, three years. That's the only thing that kind of bummed me out. But, you know, we all know what the redemption <laughs> story. That wasn't a redemption story. I know. Tom, quick quick side – like, no, quick answer. How do you feel about Le'Veon Bell not even being active? Like, was he even active for that game? Was he I knew, I, I, I knew that would happen a week ago. And you tweeted me, and you're like, oh, Tom, how do you feel that Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown are playing in a Super Bowl? And I said to you, I'd go look at the tweet. I was like, he's not even playing, but okay. Well, I, I – Le'Veon Bell was that kid in the group project that the the, people hear this all the time, but he was literally the kid in the group project that wrote a sentence while the five page paper was being written and said, Oh, I'll get to it. Yeah. No, he didn't do anything. He got all the props for it. Yeah. It was like what October he joined and he, October like I think week 10, he actually started playing and then didn't play the rest of the year. Really? I don't, and then Antonio Brown was out essentially the playoffs and it's, it's he caught tough, one touchdown and didn't do anything else. I mean, it's, it's not a redemption story when you had a stack team around him and it was a shoe in that he was going to go play with Brady. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> on his Instagram he said, call God, God's great. Like redemption, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, it's not really a redemption story. You're good. Like, no one's denied you're good at football. Everyone just said you're a bad human being, and yeah. this doesn't prove that otherwise. No one's talked about his talent. and yeah. Everyone knows he's – like, he's obviously not the top two wide receiver he was in Pittsburgh, but he's still probably a low-end receiver one. Like, the Bucks have three receiver ones on that team, have two tight end I ones. I would even say he's the four. I mean, like, if he was on, say, the Patriots, like, he'd be a low-end receiver one. Like – on the Bucks, he's probably receiver number four, but talent wise, he's probably still receiver one. But like, yeah, not like top tier. But that's enough Antonio Brown talk. Let's talk about the whole game in general. And we talked about some Tom, but you have to give credit to this defense. Their defense is unreal. Obviously, the offense line for the Chiefs sucked, and they got to like there should have been at least ten sacks. I did a prop bet over four sacks. And that should have hit easily in the first quarter, but Mahomes, being Mahomes, can run backwards and still throw it 60 yards without trying. And defense is outrageous. I mean, Patrick Mahomes did not play well. He was like one for his first seven to start the game. And he did make some crazy, like, zero-gravity throws and hit receivers in the hands. My theory is that... Those throws he made, like that siren when his whole body is like horizontal to the ground. Like that even if it's right in your hands like Tyreek Hill, that's impossible to catch. Just the trajectory, trajectory rather, and it's just coming at different angles. Like, how's a as a wide receiver am I expected to catch a ball that you only see thrown in video games? Like Patrick Mahomes is impossibly good. And for everyone overreacting, saying that he 
is ever going to make it back to the Super Bowl. That's straight blasphemy. He's going to play in a lot more Super Bowls, assuming that the Chiefs stay healthy and he stays healthy and Andy Reid's there. But so, the defense owned him and owned Tyree Kill. Yeah. Um, defensively, uh, one interception. Um, Tampa? They had two interceptions. They had two? Yeah, Patrick Holmes right. threw one at the end to uh, – um, what's his face? Something Levante David? Is that his name? Levante something. So three sacks. I don't know. Um but I it's not even about that. It's the fact that they had to make Patrick Mahomes run almost five hundred yards to run away from the uh Bucks defense. That's also Patrick like if it was like a Tom Brady quarterback, obviously he wouldn't run nearly as far. Like Patrick Mahomes will literally run straight backwards. Like he does not care. Like it's like you playing Madden. He'll literally run straight backwards, just trying to get some time and then heave it up. But when he heaves it up, it gets in receivers' hands. It's outrageous, and it shows how good he is. But it shows also how impressive the Bucks' game plan was, and the Chiefs did not adjust whatsoever. They did not run the ball at all. Like they were begging, the Bucks were begging the Chiefs to run the ball, and they just did not run the ball. And that's probably just because their offensive line sucks, but. If I were to tell you, okay, so let's go back to last week, all right? Mm-hmm. If I were to tell you that not one Bucks rusher ran for over 100 yards, okay, and that not one receiver on that team would have a 100-yard – not one receiver had more receiving yards than Rob Gronkowski, and not one receiver had more touchdowns than Rob Gronkowski, and that the highest – uh, receiving yarder was 67 yards. Okay. And then I told you that, uh, and then I told you that Travis Kelsey had 10 catches for 133 yards. Tyreek Hill, seven catches for 73 yards. Um, how would you, and they had a sacked fumble. What would, what would your final score prediction be there? Going off those stats alone, I'd say great for Gronk. Um, because think probably, about it. It would I'm not be in the Bucks favor. Question. I'm asking the Gronk question because we all know that the entire postseason he's had one or two catches a game for like maybe 30 yards max. So if I said Gronk was the leading receiver at 67, you'd probably say, oh, he's the leading receiver and their receivers didn't do much. Then the Bucks already played terribly. The Chiefs dominated. But it's really the story of – the Chiefs' yards was just mostly garbage yards. Like, a lot of Travis Kelsey catches were when the game was over. Tyreek Hill, yeah. same thing. Where mm-hmm. in the second half, the Bucks barely threw the ball. And they scored one touchdown in the second half. I think that made it 31. And I think they just stayed pat, and the Chiefs could not move the ball. Well, they could move the ball in the 20s, but they could not score. So, think like, about this. Huge credit to the Bucks. Think about this. Zero points were scored in that entire fourth quarter. Zero. Like who who's last team to score? Was the Chiefs? The kick a field goal or something? Um it was I have it right here. Uh Bucks with a field goal. Ah damn. One of my props was I said on our show, the Chiefs would score first and score last, but I said the Bucks would still win. So, like, my prediction was kind of so it was 21 to nine. 
in the third quarter, and then the Bucks put up 10 straight. Touchdown, then a field goal. But it's outrageous. Outrageously insane how the Bucks handled him. Like, Tom Brady deserves a lot of credit because he was the MVP of that game. You have to give Tom Brady the MVP of that game just for how well he controlled the ball. It's, it's basically the first half because if Tom Brady played, like if they kept the same game plan in the second half, Tom Brady probably would have had 300 yards passing, like four touchdown passes if they kept the same play, game plan as the first half. So yeah, I think you have to give him there. But as a team, that Bucks defense was crazy. And is it crazy to say, assuming Tom Brady doesn't get into a drunken accident during <laughs> these next few days, that the Bucks they're bringing their whole team back, that – NFC yeah. South is going to be terrible next year. Like yep. the Saints are not going to be great. Like Saints could be maybe a 10-1 team if uh um what's his face uh Ruby's? No, not Ruby's is trying. What who's uh BYU guy? I'm blanking. Um whoever the quarterback is. Whoever the quarterback Taysom is. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. If it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, I'm assuming it's going to be Taysom Hill. They maybe 10 wins. Like that's ultimate bright side. Falcons are still going to stink. Carolina is going to be like a competitive stinky team. Like the Bucks are going to have a pretty easy time winning the division, I I think. And the NFC, I don't think it's getting that much better. I mean, Seahawks are, how much can Seahawks improve? How much can the Packers really improve? Yes, the Rams improved, but Matthew Stafford does not have a playoff win. I wanted Matthew Stafford, and I will say Matthew Stafford is a good quarterback. But that's still not proven commodity. Like I could have been wrong about Matthew Stafford being good in New England. It, we don't know. Tampa's that one returning team. Like I think Chris Godwin's one of their few free agents, and I have a good feeling Chris Godwin's gonna resign just to play Tom Brady again because he just has that kind of clout. Well, he said he would. Um, <clears throat> was it Godwin or was it? Yeah, I think it was Godwin, right? Who said he wants to? Mike Evans said this homie's gonna stay or something like that. Or. <laughs> Godwin staying. And who's the one that said they want to take a pay cut to stay? I, I'm, I'm sure, like, I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything about pay cuts, but I don't put it past. Like, people want to take pay cuts to play with Brady. Like, who's to say they're not going to uh, repeat and go back to the Super Bowl? Like, the odds are like, – they're probably one of the favorites. The NFC is not a great conference. The, everyone is in the AFC. The AFC is going to be really tough this year. I mean – I'm saying, who, who, who's to say? Who's to say that? All this showed was that the Chiefs are beatable. And if teams want to beat the Chiefs, you need to go back to this film. And you, you need to, like, cut out Tyreek Hill. Like, make sure that deep threat's not an option. Let him throw underneath and get pressure. And I think it would have been a different game story had uh Lyman been there. There were a lot of calls against the Chiefs, like the big pass interference at the end of the first half where the Bucs uh, were able to score a touchdown at the end of the first half because that pass interference on, like, the tripping on Mike Evans. Like, that's like an iffy call. The Chiefs had, like, I think 10 penalties for over 100 yards where the Bucks had maybe, like, three for whatever. So it was a discrepancy there. Like, Chiefs fans are saying that and it did play a factor, but even if the penalties went their way, like I think it'd still be a 10-plus point game. And another crazy stat is this is the first time Mahomes has not scored double digits and has been 
has lost a game by more than a touchdown, like more than one score game, which is insane. And like how good the Chiefs are, it just makes it even more of a comment to the Bucks that they were able to put it all together. Like Tom Brady went seven out like after week 14, after they lost to the Saints, I think for the second time, I think they went undefeated. They were hot. Chiefs were hot, but Bucks were the better team. And I don't know. Tom Brady's he's an ageless wonder. Like it makes me makes me miss him. I, I miss you, Tom. Makes me question what I'm gonna be like at 44, 43. I know, like it makes me question whether it's just like a Tom Brady genetic slash training slash work ethic thing, or if like with modern uh knowledge of nutrition and everything, if athletes are gonna be playing longer. And it's also granted that Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. So, and Max Kellerman's dumb and there's no such thing as a cliff. It's more of a gradual decline. So if you're declining from the greatest of all time to still pretty good, like, uh, say, I don't know. He, like, ben Roethlisberger. For sure. Ben Roethlisberger or Matt Ryan. Like if he's still at that level, like you can still win Super Bowls at that level. Like Tom Brady does not have to be the greatest of all time current, like at the moment in his current prime to win Super Bowls, especially with this roster. And this clearly shows that. So I'm not sure if it's better nutrition or just he was that much better. So it's, it's a slow decline. So where he's on the top of the mountain now, he's just at Matt Ryan, yeah. Big Ben territory kind of thing. But like Tom Brady's going to play next year, and I think he's going to be really good next year. There's nothing – that I've seen that would tell me differently. And it just, I just probably get Jimmy G as a Patriots fan. I just, just give us Jimmy G. Like I'm, I'd be concerned if the 49ers got Deshaun Watson. Cause the 49ers, if the 49ers got Deshaun Watson, cause that's Deshaun Watson's probably the only way they're getting rid of Jimmy G. I think like what, what other quarterback out there is that much better where it's worth getting rid of Jimmy G. And then I don't think the Texans want Jimmy G. And I think we could get Jimmy G. But I'm saying a lot of hyper, but I'm getting off topic very fast. Yeah. <laughs> As we typically do. Yes. Yeah, the usual, you know, podcast stuff. But give me the, the, the final points of the game, Tom. What is oh, your conclusion? Oh, oh, crap. Oh. Podcaster down. Man down. Man down. Man down. But like Mahomes back there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, fall on your own. Or maybe Tom Brady, when the oncoming rush comes, just fall down just to save yourself. You know what I think we should do, Ryan? What's that? Football season is a long season, right? It, could, it mentally drains a man. A woman will never understand this. Oh. Right? oh gosh. Valentine's Day is coming up. Yep. Set the music still. Right? And, and the boys, the boys, our minds are fried right now. And girls will never understand this. They'll be like, it's just football. It's like, uh-uh. I, what, what about our female football fans? I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of female football fans. No, 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 no. Like there are. Hashtag like, feminism. Had, no, no, not females. <laughs> I'm saying okay. girls will, some girls will just never understand. The ones there's who go some, to your house okay. to watch football and say, what the heck? Why do you freak out over a game? What does say past girls in my life? Oh. And I'm like. It's, really a long, it's a long thing. The boys just the boys and the gals for the football world just like to talk football. We have arguments. Sometimes we we lose our tempers, 
And now I think football season's done and we can just picture ourselves at the beach in the off season with a mimosa in our hand at 10 a.m. to shoot the breeze with the boys and yeah. just relax. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Yes. Yeah. Dude, a moment of zen. We yeah. Enough no, buffalo no, wings. No bringing buffalo girlfriends. Dudes. No bringing girlfriends. We just the boys, we just this is, the boys, of, this is the boys' safe zone, Tom. Like this is a safe space. Yeah, like the no, no girls, girls allowed. allowed. No girls allowed on this trip. Okay, <laughs> we're going to the beach. I think once a week now in the off season. Now that we're doing the podcast, we should have a football shooting the breeze segment. We just we just picture ourselves at the beach with a nice cold beverage in our hand, whatever you want, and you just hear the ocean going, and you don't hear any football. No like arguing it. about football. We. We just shoot the breeze. If this was a ASMR, maybe like we could talk nice and subtly like this. Hear the sound of my soothing football guy voice. We're transitioning from oh. football to March Madness. This is about the month and a half in between. We are relaxing. Maybe bet some games in college basketball. Uh, I think there's some college. Uh, uh, I don't know what you're doing over there, but there's some nice. Uh, I think college football, spring college football, that would be fun. There's some in Massachusetts. We have some yeah. spring high school football. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'll be that's, good to watch. That's good talk. That's good talk. So it's just time for the boys to be the boys, and that's it. So to watch madness. If you boys don't like chilling with the boys, I have an idea for you. This Valentine's Day is Sunday. Okay. I need I've you heard. to lay in lay in that bedroom with your lady, <laughs> and just once she doesn't expect it, just look at her and. Tell her who you think is winning the Super Bowl next year and just let it out. Let it out, not to the boys. The boys have had their arguments a lot about who's winning it this year. We need to take an offseason from each other doing that. We need to regroup for next season, but just tell your lady. Tell her you love her, but you also love the chances of your team winning the Super Bowl next year. Tell, tell your significant other that the over for Tyreek Hill should have hit. You knew it was going to be heads on the coin toss, and you had an inside scoop on the – national anthem over and that your significant others should uh reward you for that whichever that may maybe a free meal uh maybe a good a hug play. yeah uh, a role, role play in a, a game i don't know what you're talking about but here act like act like act like uh or i'm on a date right i just look at her and she's like i'm so happy you're here and i just look at her and i say I'm just happy I can vent to somebody that's not one of the boys. I've given them enough crap this year, and I just want to tell you that the Steelers should have won the Super Bowl. And I want her to be like, "Oh, keep talking to me." I'd be like, "Yeah, Ben." Is, is that how? Is that what gets your girl going? <laughs> Dang, I need to learn. excited. I, I'm taking notes excited. currently. I'm uh, Ryan from <laughs> the office taking notes as we speak. I need you to just, if you have a special someone anyone who's listening to this just this sunday on valentine's day just say hey babe i love you but i gotta tell you something and she'll be like oh no are you breaking up with me on valentine's day and then the boys would just be like no no the steelers should have won the super bowl and she'll be like oh and, be like, yeah. and then she'll say oh this is so sexy keep telling me i'm like yeah let me fantasize on valentine's day that ben should have been hoisting that trophy that big big trophy um, do you know the uh the infamous round tweet from like 2010 what he meant to send to his girlfriend and he accidentally posted on Twitter? 
How do you accidentally set, try to send something to your girlfriend and post it on Twitter? Or maybe his wife. I don't know. But <laughs> How do you do that? It's, That's it's, like me texting you and saying, hey, what time's the podcast tonight? And I go and tweet out, yo, what time's the podcast tonight? It, it was 2010. 2000, it's a different time. I, was it 2010? Uh, sorry, sorry. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. It's the it office. Yeah, 2021. Gotta, gotta relax. No more. High pitch football talk. We just shoot the breeze. But yeah, Sorry. I'm I'm not gonna say it on the podcast. So if you're listening to it, you can look up round. Just look up round tweet. And it's always the first thing that shows up because round's Twitter is not that famous. But just read that and then pretend I'm talking, and that's what we're talking about because round round talks hot. So I'm gonna talk hot, you know. But yes, look it up because it is a ride of a tweet. Are you reading it right now? It starts with, I'm getting there, period. <laughs> you see it? I can only imagine where this is going. Oh, did you not see it? I did. It's not pulling up. Let me, this is uh, live on the podcast, you know. This is what you do when you're podcasting. <laughs> you're I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, if you listen to this, I'm not going to read it, because, you know. In 2010, he was caught sexting a man while he was married. What? Dang. I mean, shooting threes on and off the court. Sheesh. There uh, it is. Now I see that. Yeah. So, yeah, read that. So, we went from Super Bowl talk to talking about rounds tweet from 2010. And Tom is loving it. But when you look up the Ray Allen tweet, make sure you look to your ladies on Sunday and say exactly what he said. Yes, send that to your lady, and she's yours forever. She ain't going anywhere. No, not at all. Like she'll oh, actually try to move in. So you gotta like slow it down a little. We should but, have a one segment of show now. No, no. You just call it female advice with Tom. Female like advice. With Tom and Ryan. guys How advice. So, can I just give one tip and then you give a tip, and then we'll go back to the sports talk. All right, Tom, give your this segment we made up just now. I'm not talking about what's your tip. This is to the boys. All right, for the boys. The first ever tip, Tom tip. Once a week, when you're doing something wrong, and you piss off your girl. <laughs> Go apologize to her and bring some flowers and a nice <laughs> bottle of champagne and say, hey, babe, I'm sorry. I was hoping that we could just let it go for the night, sip on some champagne. Oh, I feel like this well. happened to you at some But point. to be honest with you, they love the flowers way more. They'll freak out about the flowers and say, oh, flowers? And then all of a sudden look at the champagne and be like, oh, and champagne. But it, like the flowers, that's where it's at. So if you're fighting with your girl right now and Valentine's Day is on Sunday, go get champagne Go get flowers. And that's that. Happy Valentine's Day from Tom Croco. There we go. All right. So my tip will be if you're uh if your girl or significant other, whoever, you know, it's whatever. If that person says you have a gambling problem, you don't. You just have to open a separate bank account that she doesn't know about and separate account for gambling. That's my tip to keep the the spark alive and say 
okay, babe, anything for you, but just open a separate bank account and you go from there. That's, and then you can one more tip. Here's one more tip. Okay. If your girl, if your girl says to you, you watch too much sports, it's okay. Just download the app on your phone. You can watch the national game on, on the app. There we go. Or if your girl says uh, that wrestling's fake and then you should ask oh, him. don't get me started on that. That's been a fight with me before. I'm not even kidding you. That's been an actual. No, ready? So Tom, I'm going to help you out right here. If your girl says wrestling is fake, which is not, it's real. It's real. real. Yes. If your girl says wrestling face, like she probably likes Grey's Anatomy. So be like, is Grey's Anatomy real? And she's like, no. It's like, well, it's fake. Why are you watching? It's fake. Boom. Roasted. Boom. Roasted. Yeah. Boom. Roasted. But you know, why you watch what WWE? You're, what are you a kid? Oh my gosh, no! I had people made fun of in high school for watching that, and you're in college watching WWE. It's so fake. Like, all right, well, please tell me the Bachelor is real. Give me ten facts why the Bachelor and the Bachelorette's real. Silence. Facts. facts. Boom. Roasted. All right, back to sports. All right, so that, uh, oh. that, that was a wild turn, but that's good. Um, so, so that was our annual read our new weekly segment, just called Shooting the Breeze. We just talk about whatever. Tom Tom's love tips <laughs> because if you, if you go to, for uh, love tips on this podcast you have uh, no other options you've exhausted every other option what does here. Stephen A do oh don't don't get Stephen A started <laughs> on his radio show he used Stephen to always a. do that oh but Stephen A is a suave man Stephen A knows exactly what the sisters want have you Stephen heard it? gonna give it I'm sure I have. I'm sure I've seen some segments and Stephen A gets this little like cocky smirk like he's having the best time of his life. <laughs> but that's the side the point. That's the side the point. It's a little weird around the kids. <laughs> it's Stephen A. I mean Stevie Stephen A is the uncle oh, that we all oh, I'm Stevie A. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Stevie A. That's like you go around kids and be like, hey kids, just call me Ryra. Oh no. <laughs> Please no. I, <laughs> right, what right. is he saying? That's weird. Yeah, it's it's Steve, let, let Stephen A be. Everyone knows that Stephen A is a uh, Stephen A, and we'll just accept him for who he is. Ugh. All right. So, any other Super Bowl talk? Anything from the Super Bowl you want to talk? Oh, we could. One side. Quick question: Were you pro or anti the weekend's halftime show? Anti. It was just. It was a meme. Yeah. <laughs> I can see just look. It, intense it, apparently, first off, people are complaining about the fact that oh, it was on a stage. So I just had actually a talk about with um, uh, an old friend of mine a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, he just winked. He just winked, <laughs> and she's <laughs> like, "Yeah, she, she's like, come on, give the weekend credit." They had to, he had to buy all this stuff for his own stage and they wouldn't let him on the field. Okay. Then at that point, just do a virtual Super Bowl concert. We wouldn't know. It's not like the people on the field care. Do a virtual one then. Uh, that sucked. It sucked because nobody came out. It was essentially him stealing the camera and just going face up making memes. And I've never, I've never been a weekend fan to begin with. So if I loved the weekend, maybe you could convince me it was okay. But I've just, if you don't like them and you just didn't like the performance, then it just kind of sucked. So genuinely, I just kept chugging Trulies and um, I made my own halftime show. There we go. I mean, make it, make a Trulies out of wine. That's how, that's the saying, right? Something like that. But never heard that. No, I think it's like 
lemons into lemonade, but you're making Trulies into Drunk Tom. Uh, but I enjoyed the halftime show. I mean, I like the weekend. Uh, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't know. I, I have nothing else to really say about it. Um, I, Did you have some beverages in you? No. I was, if, if you follow me on Twitter, I was really concentrating on making uh, buffalo dip. And that went way better I than expected. I, I wasn't on Twitter all night. You, you must not have. So if you go back, I show my process of making a buffalo chicken dip for the first time and it came out pretty it's well I, I i might be a buffalo chicken dip bring to a party guy that might be my, my, my that have to be special occasions because you have to buy like a whole chicken like i bought like a whole uh rotisserie chicken i bought ready to go in the oven i think this could be my post-pandemic party go-to yes post-pandemic party. hot sauce i put that shit on everything yeah, Sorry, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't even uh, Frank's hot sauce. I realized <laughs> halfway I was making it, I looked at the label. I was like, "Oh, this is actually not Frank's hot sauce." I just grabbed some random hot sauce. Attempting to create buffalo chicken dip. Please send your prayers this way for me. Trying to find my way around the kitchen and not mess up this easy creation. Benny presumes to take <laughs> a video of his ingredients. I, I acknowledge that it was an easy make because it wasn't rocket science. Now time to mix the ingredients, and then he low key flexes. Ladies, not physically. He flexes on the chicken. I flex the actual chicken. Like I do this. Like, flex. Hot sauce. Oh, that looks really good. It, it was really good. I still have half of it. I'm gonna save it till Friday. Um, Mail it up here. I got you. Like two, one day shipping on Amazon, something like that. Mail it to Brady. Brady would explode if he ate that. If he, he makes too much food on his own. If Ranch went into Brady's body, I think he would die in contact. Oh. Whatever went into his body today, I guess we're doing the diet right, aren't we? Let's, let's start the TB12 diet. That'd be a great uh, vlog. Hey, who's getting drunk, I guess? <laughs> Avocado tequila, you know. No. Avocado tequila. Uh, he made every white girl happy when he tweeted that. But Apparently, he's gotten drunk a lot. I mean, he, there's stories of him chugging beer, like being a big beer guy, and then probably he probably stopped drinking like – Sometime in his 30s when he met Alex Guerrero and became really serious about taking care of his body. He's like, like, hey, let's go to the bar, have a few beers, you know. Mm -hmm. Orders a beer at the bar to talk about his plans with Guerrero. He's like, take that beer out of your hands. Take it out. Let me use my fake degree and make you a seven-time champ. And he did it. So, I mean, good good for you, Alex Guerrero. Uh, So, I don't have anything else to talk about the Super Bowl. Actually, I do have one more thing. They think I don't know if it's it wasn't the national anthem. It was America the Beautiful, and usually whenever they sing the national anthem, America the Beautiful, whatever, they're in the middle of the field. The one time they don't do it in the middle of the field, the one time they do it right next to the fans is during a pandemic, a parabola, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she's like literally right in the stands. I'm like, out of all the years, why they choose now to have her right in the stands? It makes zero sense, but. I digress from that. That's my one. Uh, I thought you would have missed that because you're making the chicken dip. No, the chicken dip was done at that point. I just had to actually cook it. Like I had it all made. I just had to put it in the oven to heat it up. But that's what you have to make something for me. Yeah, of course. Next that, time, hey, la- gentlemen, that's a perfect Valentine's Day. Uh, ladies love their buffalo chicken dip. Ladies love buffalo chicken dip. That's a fact. So men, cool. get get your poop together. I mean, if they're lactose intolerant, it could be hard, but because it's cream cheese in it. But 
If your girl's not lactose intolerant, go that. This is just a dating show. This is dating advice now. So two two professionals. The next date podcast. <laughs> yeah, the next date. You're just on to the next one. It'll just What's be the, the Tinder logo. Date? What's the best date with your girl? The next date. So yeah. <laughs> oh, you can tell I'm getting tired. Everything is hilarious right now. Uh you are getting tired. I, you can see all the bags under my eyes, you know. Just working very hard. Let's go to 2 a.m. Let's, let's just put this on live right now on Instagram. It's just, you know, Instagram live. It make people listen to us. But so we had Super Bowl talks. So the one Patriots talk I want to do just to get finally back on track. The one Patriots talk I want to do is talking some quarterbacks, which quarterbacks I have a few in my head. And you tell me and I'll tell you whether the Patriots should go after him and whether they actually can go after him. So I'm just going to list a few off. The first being Jacoby Brissett. Should the Patriots go after him? Former uh, Patriot? No. No. Yeah. Um, and I say no because. I say if you can get him as a backup, yes. but Yeah, as a backup. But I don't. Would you rather Cam or Jacoby Brissett? Much of an upgrade from Cam. You don't think so? I, I just don't think he has that presence to make an impact on the team. You know what I mean? I, I don't feel like. Yeah, I don't feel like he walks into a locker room. Guys will say that's my leader. Yeah, I respect that. And because and I, it's not it's not because he's a bad player. I think it's just because he hasn't had enough experience. He had a year in Indy, but that was only because Andrew Luck retired. It's not like that was their go to plan. Yeah. Um. And then Philip Rivers comes in and they do significantly better. So, um, I think he's decent. I genuinely, I'll be honest with you. If he stayed in New England, right? They didn't trade him to Indy. I think he would have been – I think they probably would have been an 8 and 18, maybe 9 and 7. So you're saying he is better. Um, just because I don't think Brissett makes that many mistakes. But, look, I think if you brought him in here, fine. You'll maybe 8 and 8, 9 and 7. I don't think it's a 10-win season. Me neither. But I certainly don't think it would be a Super Bowl contender. You wouldn't look at the Patriots and say – They're Jacoby dangerous. Brissett, Super yeah. Bowl contender. Because I think Teddy Bridgewater is better than, than um, Jacoby Brissett. And he didn't really do much of anything. And he kind of had the same issues as New England. And, um, and that's also the thing, too, is, like, you're not going to get big free agent receivers that want to come here if they're like, okay, well, Brissett. Eh. And he's not going to – and if no one comes here, he's going to have no one to throw to. It's just I think the Patriots need a guy like um, – Oh man, they needed like they they needed Stafford or something like that because like I don't trust who they're gonna draft. I don't think we should draft someone. I don't think we're gonna draft someone. I if we're just gonna say who we should get at this point, I think the candidates right now, Jimmy G would be my number one candidate just because he knows the system. Bill loves him, so might as well run it back. RG3 definitely number two. (laughs) Uh, Somehow, if the Raiders tried trading for it, it's basically whichever team trades for Deshaun Watson, which I'm assuming is going to happen. And assuming the Texans don't want that quarterback, just get the quarterback that Deshaun Watson's replacing. So, like, Jimmy G, Derek Carr. Like, I I think it'd be exciting to get Carson Wentz because then, like, my brain would be like, oh, he's definitely... James Winston's an unrestricted free agent. James Winston. <laughs> Imagine Brady... Returns to Gillette and it's James Winston on the center. I just can't have that happen. Like, 
Like we'd be, I would not take the Patriots seriously if James Winston was our quarterback. It would be funny, but I would seriously. Uh, Carson Wentz would be exciting, but I think it's set in stone. He's a Colt. It's just a matter of when. Uh, Jacoby said, "I think that's a good last resort." People are talking about if Cam's coming back. The only way Cam can I ask you a serious question? Please, finally. Joe Flacco is a backup quarterback, but just because of the experience. Yep. Would you say out of that? As a starter? I mean, it's going to be a $1 million deal like Cam. Um, no, no, no. As a backup. Just oh, for experience. I, I take Flacco's backup. Yeah, why not? That's what I was thinking. Him and then maybe get... What do you think about... Uh, Stim's going to be the backup. But, Tyrod yeah. Taylor. See, Tyrod... So, theory on Tyrod Taylor. Basically, wherever he goes... Whoever replaces Tyrod Taylor becomes good. It's like Baker Mayfield and uh, Justin Herbert. So I'd sign Tyrod Taylor and then sign a rookie quarterback. I'd draft a rookie quarterback if I got Tyrod Taylor just for the simple fact that whichever rookie replaces Tyrod Taylor, they become a star. So he always gets replaced. Just, yeah, he always gets replaced. He always gets screwed. <laughs> he's the starter week one and he's gone. And then he's always gone, which he's like, so, he's a good, he's a good enough like bridge quarterback. Like, start for a year or two then have him replaced but he always gets replaced too early and for that sole purpose i'd sign tyra taylor but then also draft a quarterback all right so i'm going to read you some names that we haven't brought up on here right right. like these are reasonable ones i'm not going to read you ones that obviously are not okay um um see mitchell trubisky just a yes or no because there's a few i want to go no, yes, if I'll say yes, if there's no one else, but no. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes, I'd love Fitzpatrick if he was a Patriot. That'd be, I think, I think we could legitimately be a 10 1 team. This one's interesting because I would say yes. Mm-hmm. AJ McCarron. Um, I mean, he's an Alabama guy. Bill likes Alabama players. It'd have to be like a one-year thing. Like he's not the long-term solution. If you sign, if H. McCam somehow your starter, then you have to draft a quarterback. You just have to. So, if that were the case, last year, so that's a lot of experience. Yeah. So, um, I love this one. I guess. Andy Dalton. Um, if he leaves. Dallas, I don't see why he would leave. I feel like it's a nice comfy spot. It's where he's from. It's where he's from. Backing up Dak. Like he did decently. Like he didn't do anything to destroy his reputation. He played decent at the end. I would take Andy Dalton. I mean, like the obviously it's a bridge quarterback. It's like a one year thing. Patriots still gonna be fine in the one. Like if Jimmy G comes, I think potentially if we got the correct weapons around him, Jimmy G could be the next like six to seven year quarterback kind of deal. Uh, like, those are all like one or two year like in between guys. I don't want to ask this one because it's gonna be no but RG three. No, he's he literally anytime he plays he gets hurt. And then you have to ask Cam Newton. So if we can't get someone like Fitzpatrick, if we can't get a guy like Jimmy G, obviously. I'd probably even take Andy Dalton over Cam, but if it becomes between Jacoby Myers and Cam, someone like that, I'd say run it back with Cam, honestly, just because getting a full year in the offseason, 
maybe you can sign a weapon. Cam is a people's person. I think people still want to play with Cam just because he has that big personality. Like, I'd say run it back if, like, I'd rather Fitzpatrick than Cam, which is really safe for Cam, but that's a reality. And you have to look back on the games. We were in a lot of those games, which, but at the end of the season, it looked like Cam, like, it, he looked in pain to throw. Like, Cam Newton could not throw the ball at the end of the season. Like, he could not throw a 20-yard pass downfield, like, on the line. So, I'd take Cam and because I bought and because I bought a Cam jersey, so I mean I'm a little biased. I want to get a year, another year out of that jersey because it's a hundred bucks. But I digress. All right, there you go. But and there's another no other Patriot talk because this is the love of the season. This is the watch random college basketball games at ten o'clock at night. On we can the, start diving more into it in March. Yes, yes, we'll we'll definitely dive into. Like I said, we're just shooting the breeze. I mean, free the season. Off season. I think free agency starts March 16th, I yep. think. So, Look, the official date. Yeah, so we'll have a lot more to talk about then. So this is going to be the low months. This is the, this is where the podcasters earn their money. Like, it's all fun and show when it's football season. But this is where we earn our money, March where there's not 15th. a lot to talk about. Oh, my birthday. So good for me. Ending at 4 p.m. March 17th. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Teams are allowed to negotiate with the free agents of prospective unrestricted free agents. They can't sign until March 17th. Yep. All right. But this is where Let's say it again. Any big birthday plans? Uh, Not the moment. I mean, it's going to be, I think March 16th is going to be the anniversary where everything shut down. Because I know my birthday was a Sunday last year. And so everything basically got shut down that Monday. So it's going to be a nice anniversary. So we'll see where we're at a year later. There'll be a lot of, on Twitter, you'll see one year later, pandemic, and people are going to get deep, and it's going to be great. <laughs> I think but, people are going to be celebrating the good amount. Yeah, uh, I mean, hopefully, hopefully the pandemic's winding down. Hopefully by summertime, <laughs> there'll be more uh, things to do. More things to uh the the real goal is just not having to wear a mask. Like I'm not one to complain about masks, but here I am. And just wearing a mask every day, it's just a grind sometimes. Like sometimes I bite into my mask. It's gross. Like I work with kids, the kids literally eat their mask and it's like all saliva filled, and I'm like, that's gross, but like yeah, it's just gross. And Masks are grand sometimes. Try, trying to run with a mask on is impossible. But in my brain, I'm just telling myself, yeah, I'm, I'm doing elevation training now. This is basically what elevation training with a mask on is. So let's just hope for uh, the cocoa to kind of die down. Hope the, I'm, I'm not one to get a vaccine right away. I'm going to let wouldn't, it I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the cocoa. The cocoa. Uh, the COVID. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, not, not that kind of cocoa. Not, not the you Disney Coco. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not Disney Coco, not uh, Chief Keep Coco. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But we'll, we'll end on a bang right there. For that being said. Well, one time I said to somebody, I said, I said who uh, had COVID. And I texted him. I said, how's the vid? They're like, what vid? I said, the vid. They're like, I'm not making a vid. I said, how's, the, how's COVID? Yes. At Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
so Vid. Vid. I think I, Kevin Hart does that in stand up. Kevin Hart's good. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, thank you. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day to everyone listening from the next one podcast. We gave you some uh Tom love advice and my uh how to hide your gambling advice. And mine might suck, but we'll figure it out. One day at a time, but with that I'll being, keep, I'll keep the audience. How about this? If I tweet the number one, that's good. If I tweet the number two, it's no good. All right. So if you're listening now, and then you, the next one podcast has to retweet it. You, you get, okay. This the one's good, two's bad. Yeah. So anyone listening up, to this, I'll just do thumbs up on Valentine's Day, oh. or I'll just do the thumbs down emoji. Well, then it's not like a secret. Everyone knows that you're not having a good time or having a good time on Valentine's Day. I could just say I'm having a bad day. You could. I mean, it's all about an open dialogue, Tom. It's all about having an open dialogue and talking about how you feel. So you want to meet up on Sundays and be my therapist for a couple hours? You said talk about how you feel. I mean, that's what bros do. It's what football guys do. So when football season's over, it's this is when the depression really hits. The snow, think, no football. I think the audience, the listeners can hear. They're like, wow, they're depressed. Football's done and they're talking about shooting yeah. the breeze and having some mojitos on the beach and Ooh. and love advice. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was fo- half of the show. <laughs> football guys can love too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I gotta end it right there. With that being said, this has been the 64th edition of the next one podcast. Happy Valentine's Day to all that is listening. Tom will have a great Valentine's Day. And until the next one, thank you for listening. And I'm sure Tom Bray's got a nice Valentine's Day this year. I I mean, will he get it up? I don't know if the kill will help him, but he's got a good Valentine's Day.